This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. So as the weather warms up, we're outside gardening or doing yard work. There are so many opportunities for skin issues, right? And for me, it's always a mystery to know what's going to irritate my skin, but I'm definitely out there itching and scratching. But the good news is active skin repair always seems to save the day. Active skin repair can be used to treat a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, and other types of skin damage. It's also safe and non-toxic, making it suitable for use on all skin types, all parts of the body, and even on rosacea, eczema, and acne-prone skin. Here's what I want you to do. Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and get 20% off your order when you use code JOYFUL. Again, that's www.ActiveSkinRepair.com. Find out more about the product and get 20% off your order when you use the code JOYFUL. Positive discipline is about getting to the root of what is happening for your teen, figuring out the belief that is moving them in the direction of their behavior and doing the work there, teasing things apart there. You still get to say no. You still get to have expectations and limits. Full permission, okay? Hello, my friends. Welcome to Joyful Courage, a conscious parenting podcast where we tease apart the challenges and nuances of parenting through adolescence. I'm your host, Casey O'Rourke, positive discipline lead trainer and the adolescent mama at Sproutable, a company that represents not only the growth of children, but also the journey and evolution that we all get to go on as parents. I just have to say, even though I'm in the middle of my opening, I'm using a different mic. I'm in California. I'm using my little brother's gaming mic, so the sound might be a little different than you're used to, but hang in there. I am walking the path right next to you as I navigate the teen parenting with my own two kids in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. Joyful Courage is all about grit, growth on the parenting journey, relationships that provide a sense of connection and meaning, and influential tools that support everyone in being their best selves. Thank you for being here. We are over 1 million downloads and 300 plus episodes strong, and you've taken us to the top 1% of podcasts worldwide. I appreciate you. And you guys, the numbers, the last couple months, I know there's a lot of new listeners. Hi, welcome. I am so glad that you are here. Welcome to the community. I'm real excited for today's show. It is the fifth of six solo shows deep diving into alternatives to punishment and supporting you all and myself and shifting our mindset around how to be in response to the behavior that can so often show up during the teen years. As a disclaimer, I am not a therapist or a doctor. And if you're feeling like your child is in harm's way due to the behavior they're currently exhibiting, I would encourage you to reach out to a medical professional. I am a parent coach. I'm a positive discipline trainer. I'm the mom of two teens. So I will be coming to you with that resume. I am also deeply, deeply invested in supporting parents just like you through the teen years. Hey, hey there. Welcome back to the fifth week, the fifth week of teasing apart alternatives to punishment. I don't know. I've said a lot the last five weeks, so I may have said this already, but I am guessing that you're catching on that this whole series is about 
really taking a new lens and a new perspective to behavior and our role as parents in our teens' lives. It is messy, yes, but it is a shift that can interrupt so much generational conditioning around worth and enoughness. Imagine what would happen if the world was being led by people who had a healthy sense of self-worth and enoughness. I mean, it would be a game changer, right? It would be a game changer. It 100% starts in our homes and how we are showing up for our kids. It is a big deal. We all love our kids and we all want what is best for them. We parents get into mischief when we believe that we know that we're holding the knowledge of what is best for our teenagers without considering that they are actually sovereign human beings with valid thoughts of their own about what they want And when we can create a space that they feel safe to step into, a space where their voice becomes a part of the conversation, what truly is best for them can emerge. Today's show is about creating that space, about holding that energetic, encouraging container so that our teens can explore who they are and what they want while knowing that they are loved and accepted by the people who matter most to them, which is you. Even though sometimes the door is closed and they aren't talking to you, you are the people who matter most to them. During the first episode of the series, I shared those short-term versus long-term questions with you. Remember those? I invited us all to really sit with those long-term questions. How do I help my teen become capable? How do I get into my teen's world and support their developmental process? How do I help my teen feel belonging and significance? I mean, isn't that the goal, that our kids feel capable, that they've moved through their development in the best possible way and they walk out of our house feeling that healthy sense of connection and meaning? Yeah, yes, everybody nodding your head. Yeah, that is our goal. And the pathway to get there lies in the way we show up as they slog through this part of their lives. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Thank God, spring into summer is my favorite time of year. After turning 50 last September, I've been really working on my physical health and well-being and can honestly say that I am feeling better in my body than I have felt in a very long time. Yes, credit goes to movement and working out, but even more credit goes to how I'm feeding my body. That's why I love Factor. I fuel up with Factor's no prep, no mess meals, 35 different meal choices, and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. I always have a new flavor to explore. It's amazing. You can crush your wellness goals this May, keep time in the kitchen to a minimum, and enjoy effortless support for the lifestyle you want to be living with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust from Factor. Head over to factormeals.com slash joyful50 and use the code joyful50 to get 50% off your first First box plus 20% off your next month. That's code joyful50 at factormeals.com slash joyful50. Again, that's 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Yes, yes, yes. Join me. Join me in the health revolution and feel really good this summer. Hey, friends. 
as a podcast listener myself, I always get so excited to share when I find a new show that I think is super useful. So today I want to tell you about Understood Explains. This is a podcast that tackles one important topic per season. And this season is all about navigating individualized education plans and is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Ertube. Getting the support our kids need in school can feel tricky, and we aren't always sure what it is that they need. When I listened to the episode titled, Does My Child Need an IEP? It offered up so much useful information that I could really see supporting parents who are in this consideration. The host is so knowledgeable and really breaks down the content in a way that helps listener go from completely overwhelmed to actually starting to feel empowered. Other episodes in the series highlight the difference between IEPs and 504 plans, as well as a whole episode that busts common myths about special education. To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Understood Explains. So check it out. You won't be sorry. You know, I had a mom that came through my classes years ago at the Monroe YMCA. Shout out to my dear friend, Jessica. She was one of the few parents who was in the class with teens. This was before I had teenagers. And one day during a whole group conversation, she shared something so profound that it's really stuck with me. She said, you know, I just feel like my job is to hold the loving container. I'm holding this container right? And my kid's job is to bounce all over that container as they make sense of who they are and what they want and the world around them. I love this visual. This is absolutely our job to hold the energetic container. It is our job to not judge our kids for how they bounce. Our job is to hold space for them to bounce, right? We all grew up very aware of whether or not our parents approved of us. If they accepted us for who we were, if we were a disappointment, who would you be today had you grown up in a household where love and acceptance truly was unconditional? And maybe you did. Maybe that is the household that you grew up in. And if that's the case, awesome. You probably don't need any therapy. You're a very well-adjusted human being. Do what your parents did. (laughs) Some of us, you know, we have some worthiness issues. We have some self-worth stuff that we clearly are working and struggling with, and it's showing up now as we parent our teenagers. Parents did the best they could with the tools they had in the moment, and I'm sure they loved us and wanted what was best for us. And so many of us internalized their way of being with us as not being good enough. We became people pleasers, or maybe we became crazy, unhealthy, overachievers, or perhaps we're not going for it because of the fear of failing. We all have our issues, most of us, like I said, most of us anyway. And a lot of our issues came from the way we interpreted our parents' opinion of us. So how about we do better for our kids? How about we work towards that? And you guys are listening. I'm preaching to the choir. You wanna do better for your kids. So awesome. We don't want our kids to be making choices and decisions and mistakes because they wanna show us 
that they can do what they want. We don't want them to be in reaction to us. We want them to consider the outcomes of those choices, decisions, mistakes for them, right? And so we gotta get out of the way. We gotta get out of the way. Curiosity, authenticity, transparency, and neutrality are ways of being that can really serve us as we navigate the challenges of the teen years. I've been saying this for weeks now, right? And unconditional love and acceptance doesn't mean anything goes. This isn't about being permissive. I know I've said it many, many times. So many parents who subscribe to quote positive parenting struggle with what to do because they don't want to be mean, right? It's like, okay, I want to be positive. I want to be a positive parent. So how do I deliver punishment and consequences without being mean? Well, that's not what positive discipline is about. Positive discipline right? Which is not the same as when you hear about the umbrella term of positive parenting or gentle parenting. Positive discipline is its own thing. It fits under underneath those umbrellas, but it has its own specific philosophy and theory. It isn't about being nice while you give a punitive consequence. Positive discipline is about getting to the root of what is happening for your teen, figuring out the belief that is moving them in the direction of their behavior and doing the work there, teasing things apart there. You still get to say no. You still get to have expectations and limits, full permission, okay? We have a really powerful activity in positive discipline called I love you and the answer is no. And it really highlights the physical experience of the power struggle that can show up when we parents say no to something, right? And I'm gonna try to share it with you and hope that the power of it can come through in a visualization, but normally just know this is a physical experiential activity. So close your eyes if you're not driving. Imagine you're standing there. Imagine your teenager walking towards you in full stride, full stride saying, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want. They're coming at you. They're saying, I want, I want, I want to do this. I want to do that. Moving towards you. Now imagine as they get closer, you put your hands to their shoulder height, you plant your feet, and as they collide into your hands, you say a firm no. Imagine that. Imagine that. And imagine if you want, go back 15 seconds and imagine being the child. I want, I want, I want, walking towards the parent and having those hands up, colliding with those hands and hearing that firm no. How did that play out in your imagination? What did you see happening in that visualization? What did you feel? What did you notice? So often our kids come to us with ideas and plans and possibilities and without missing a beat, we drop right into the no, no, nope, no way. I know I've been there for sure, especially when what they're asking for pushes up against my feelings of safety. I'm a quick no. Example, my daughter a couple months ago asked me if she could take her brother across the state of Washington, so over the mountains, stay the night in a hotel and go to a rap show on a school night. Uh, no, hell no, <laughs> no way, real quick. That was an easy one for me, but you know, we went back and forth about it. She really wanted to go, well, why not? Here's the plan, we'll be safe. He really wanted to go. I'm sure it would have been loads of fun and no, no. There are a lot of things I've been a yes to because I allow my kids to, quote, convince me, meaning they cover all the bases, they tell me how they'll stay safe, you know, and I feel comfortable enough to say yes, but sometimes it is a no. And how we deliver that no is really important. I love you. That sounds so fun. I totally get why you wanna do this with your brother. And no, not this time. 
or nope, not yet. We're getting there, but not yet. Is our no met with disappointment? Yeah, of course. Eye rolling, storming off anger sometimes. That's okay. So going back to that visual, imagine that your teen is striding towards you, same pace, right? Coming at you. I want, I want, I want, I want, I want to go. I want to do. You put those hands up again, but this time as they move towards your hands, you take a few steps backward with them. It's not all them. You have some energy in the game here, but you're taking a few steps backwards and you're saying, I love you. And the answer is no. And maybe they keep coming and you repeat, I love you. And the answer is no. How does that feel? How does that play out? Do you imagine, do you visualize them losing a little bit of steam? Do you imagine them getting stronger and really pushing back? What this is about, this whole yes, no thing is about being in relationship with the human in front of you. Even as we move into the passenger seat, the metaphorical passenger seat, we still have a responsibility to the teens we are raising and we can say no. It's okay. You're still a positive discipline parent when you say no. In fact, if you're not saying no, I'm really concerned. How we deliver that matters. It's not about having a ploy to get them to do what we want, but a sign of respect for who they are and what they want to be doing and exploring. Does that make sense? It's not about here's how you say no so that they can take it. It's about here's how we deliver a no while still respecting the desires of the human in front of us. And that's really what this gig's all about. Treating our teens with dignity and respect. This is what supports them in feeling capable. This is what supports them in their developmental process. Holding an encouraging container includes all the yeses and all the noes. It allows our teens to know that we parents, we have the capacity to hit the brakes, even if they don't want us to, but we're going to hit the brakes without pushing them out of the driver's seat, right? So it's not about a power struggle for the driver's seat. It's about showing up to the safety conversation and being in that relationship, in that shared power in a way that allows for our teens to be okay in the end with the no and trust that this is all part of a learning process. Feel like you're the martyr in your family? You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a no guilt mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the No Guilt Mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. <laughs> 
Well, you're aiming more of a, we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, Mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts. Another tool that's so important during this time, and I know it's going to make some of you groan, (laughs) I can already hear the groans, is family meetings. So I've dedicated entire podcasts to family meetings, so I'm not going to go into the details on the logistics. Go listen to episode 313 for the structure breakdown. What I want to say to you today about family meetings is that they matter. They matter. And if you don't want to call it family meetings, call it something else. It's fine. It's about the human beings who live together, right? That's you and your family coming together to work out how to live together. Done. That's it. That is it. If you are someone who says, well, my family won't do family meetings, I'm going to push back and challenge you and say, maybe you're holding it in a way that seems controlling or threatening to them, right? This is not a time to get on each other's case, to blame, to shame. This is about coming together to work out living together, to connect, to see what's going on in the house during the week so that everyone feels like they know what's going on so that everyone feels supported. Now, one piece of logistics that I am going to talk about is, you know, and you'll read about it, and this is kind of the place where people fall apart and so they never get started, which is in positive discipline, we really like to start off with a compliment circle where everybody gives a compliment to everyone at the table, including themselves. This is super powerful. And many of the families I work with struggle with this because the disconnection inside of the family is really deep. Like they're just not there yet. So change it up. Start with one positive thing. It doesn't even have to be about each other. Just something good. Hey, the sun came out today. I got to sleep in. Our dog is awesome. Let go of thinking that it has to look a certain way and trust the process. Then Talk about your family logistics. What's going on this week? Who's going to put the trash out on Thursday? What days are the baseball games? What time are we leaving the house to visit grandma? Write it all down. Make sure everybody knows logistics, right? Get into the routine of this kind of conversation once a week or every two weeks, but once a week is for sure the sweet spot. And then add on some problem solving as needed. Once you are all familiar with this is what we do and everyone feels the benefit of this quick little combo after dinner on Sundays or whenever works for you, that's when we tend to do it, but not always, then they are going to feel safe when you say, okay, I have a problem and I need your help. Let's circle up. Family meetings are a powerful alternative to punishment because they nurture relationship. They give everyone a voice at the table People feel seen and heard and dignity and respect is held for everyone, for all. They foster a healthy sense of belonging and significance, of love and responsibility, which increases the likelihood that our teens will grow to be cooperative, contributing members of the family and community. All right. I feel like I just like talked at you like a crazy person, but I'm fired up. I'm fired up. 
I invite you over the next week to sit with what I've shared, to, you know, listen back to some of the information this week, to take stock of the container that you're holding, to consider or even ask your kids, do they feel accepted for who they are? And be ready to listen and not get defensive. If they say, yeah, sometimes, yeah, if I'm doing a good job, I know you love me, right? And really process and be with the response they give you practice, I love you, and the answer is no if the situation comes up and if it feels right to respond that way. And if you're not already doing it, play with a family meeting. Maybe call it something different, but make it happen. And let me know how it goes. Let me know how it goes. I love, love, love hearing from you. And like I've done every week, the final thing is I want to remind you, I would love for you to join me on April 26th from 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific for a two-hour interactive live online workshop, free, did I say free? It's free, where we're gonna get into creating rules and boundaries with our teens. I'm gonna do some more of the experiential activities. We're gonna roll around in the firmness of positive discipline. I'm gonna hold space for Q&A. If you're into it, you can sign up now and make sure there's a space for you. If the date and time don't work for you, signing up means you'll also get the replay. So you can go to besproutable.com slash boundaries dash tweens dash teens. Again, that's besproutable.com slash boundaries dash tweens dash teens to register. You'll love this workshop. I've done it before and people rave about it. I will be back next week to wrap up this series with some thoughts about healthy novelty seeking. I know, I think last week I said I was going to talk about that this week, but I didn't get to it. So we'll talk about it next week. What to do and how to discern when the behavior you're seeing is bigger than you. Finding the team that you need. What it means to allow our teens to have their own journey and the importance of taking care of you during this season of parenting. I'm so glad that you listened in this week. All the love, all the time, my friends. I'll see you soon. Thank you so much for listening. I adore this community. I'm so happy to bring you content that matters to you. Are you on my email list? All of you new listeners specifically. If you're not on my email list, go to besproutable.com slash teens and get signed up now so you stay up to date on all the things. And if you go to that teens page, you'll see seven tips over seven days, that little email program, sign up for that and you will get support over the course of a week for nurturing stronger connections with your tweens and teens. If you feel inspired and you haven't already, do me a favor, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. I'm always working hard to stand out and make a massive impact on families around the globe. Your review helps the Joyful Courage podcast to be seen by ever more parents. Don't forget, sign up for that Boundaries Workshop Tuesday, April 26th from 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific. You can find the link in the show notes and I'm gonna be talking all about it on social media, which reminds me, follow me on Instagram at joyful underscore courage, or join us over in the Joyful Courage for Parents of Teens Facebook group. There's lots of good discussion going on there. And I post about events and offers. Thank you, Rowan, for handling my show notes. Thanks, Chris Mann at podshaper.com for making the show sound good. Even when I don't have my super special mic, I appreciate you. And thanks again to all you listeners for showing up and letting me know that what I'm doing matters to you. Have a beautiful week. Bye.
everybody. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory. Two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And this is our new podcast, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. What happens when your creative spark just seems to disappear? Gone. Poof. Bye. See ya. What happens when life gets in the way of your creativity instead of nourishing it? That's what happened to Molly and me. We felt like the thing that drove us creatively stopped working and impending doom had in fact invented. Totally. So we decided to do something about it. And that was steal ideas about getting unstuck from the most creative people we can find. We talked to guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. And we're not just talking Bob Ross type paint on paper artists here, though we talk to them too. We're talking to actors, creative directors, dancers, and people who are working hard to be their best creative selves in a world that can sometimes feel real uncreative. We all have something to teach each other, so let's steal their ideas together. Join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Pandemics, school calendars, world events, lack of sleep, oh, get out of their life gunk. And let's get back to your best creative self. Subscribe to Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. You're not going to want to miss an episode. Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life sucks. Unsticking